You are listening to the Refresher Ladies Podcast. I'm Angie Christensen, and I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to today's lesson. Join me and occasional guest speakers as we dive into God's Word to be challenged and refreshed. Hello, ladies. Welcome back to my home. How are you doing this week? How did you do with the lesson last week? I hope and pray that you were encouraged as we went through the different scriptures and talked together. I would love to hear from you if you've already watched the first study. Uh, if you have a praise uh, during this time, we all can quickly think of a prayer request, which I would love to hear as well. But if you have a praise, I would love to be able to share that with other ladies. Uh, there's so many things that are going wonderful and great right now, um, but we tend not to um, accentuate those, if you will. So I would love to hear those. I'm excited about the lesson today, and let's start in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for a wonderful day that you've given us already today. I ask and pray that you would be with each and every lady that is going to watch and study this along with me in your, in your word. Lord, I pray that you would calm our spirits, that you would help us to lean and trust on you, Lord, more than ever. I ask that you would lift up uh, the fallen, the sick, the discouraged. Lord, I pray that you would give us hope and um, something to reach for today as we look into your word. Speak through your word and through me. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we're going to get right into it today. And if you have a Bible, I encourage you to look up Philippians chapter 3. We're going to talk about reaching forth today. A few years back, that was one of our year themes for our church, and we had a lot of fun with it. Um, we had a little logo of the pin that we wear all year round, which was a little sailboat. Uh, really made you think about reaching forth, um, trying to do something more than just to, uh, sit in the rut that you are. So Philippians 3.13 says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. This is an excellent scripture and an admonishment and encouragement to us ladies that uh, things around us, think about being on a boat. Um, sometimes there's smooth sailing days, but much of sailing and uh, being on a ship of any sort, uh, type of vessel on the water, uh, there are storms that come, there are perils, and there are so many things that we need to watch out for. And not every day is smooth sailing, but God encourages us and challenges us to reach forth. Um, in this uh, scripture in particular, it says, this one thing I do. Is there one thing right now you could say you did today with excellence? What is one thing in the past week since we last met that you feel like, wow, I really saw some victory in that. The Lord saw me through that. What is this one thing that you are really trying to get through, trying to overcome and trying to live above and uh, so that we can go beyond with God's power? Um, are you reaching forth at all? Is there one thing? Are there many things? With the ladies, I know often um, we have multiple things we're reaching forth all for at once. Um, you've seen maybe a cartoon or heard it described before of a woman who could be making some kind of sauce in one pan on the stove, stirring it while she's flipping bacon. She's holding the baby still on the other side. She's got a phone on her ear. You know, something else is going in the background. Uh, but is are any of those one things being done with excellence? 
Are you doing anything with excellence? Uh, God wants us to be constantly moving forward so that we're growing, so that we see advancement, so that we see our Christian life getting stronger and stronger. Um, what goals do you have? And of those goals, you might already right away think, I know what they are. Are any of them godly goals? So which direction are you heading in? Um, there's an author that's unknown once said, he who has no goals will reach it every time. Um, there was another famous preacher many years ago that said, if you wake up and you're not going fighting against the devil, then you're going the same direction as him. Well, ladies, we're supposed to reach forth and fight the fight of faith, and we're supposed to work hard with what God has given us to do each and every day. Here's the definition of reach. I've got a couple little things here. Stretch out an arm in a specified direction in order to touch or grasp something. So these are pretty explanatory. The next one is to reach is arrive at, to get as far as. Now, in this verse in the Greek, it means to stretch oneself forward. And this is the only, one and only time that it's used in all of the scriptures, uh, that particular definition. Did you know uh, that in the Olympics, sailing has been a sport since 1904? That one surprised me. Uh, I would have thought it maybe a little bit more of a modern addition to the Olympics. Uh, with the Olympics being postponed and uh, till next year, this year, with all that's going on, I've heard of some very unique ways that athletes are trying to stay in shape, trying not to lose all the um, exercise and practice that they had put forth, trying to make certain finals and, and such to be able to be on Olympic teams. You know, just because someone may have already made the Olympic team for 2020 does not guarantee that they're going to be on the team in 2021. So things like that, there's things that stop us, things that um, slow us down, but that doesn't need to take you out of the race. Um, sailing also means to move smoothly and rapidly. If you've ever watched any clips or footages of like America's Cup, those large sailboats, um, it's unbelievable the angles that that ship that sailboat can be on the water and the people not fall in or the whole thing not capsize. But I can tell you this, the people on those sailboats, they are working hard. Um, they're just really um, putting all their effort forth. You can tell they are reaching forth um, with, to the, with the goal to win. Now, this is interesting. The word forth, the definition is out from a starting point and forward or into view. It also means onward in time. So sometimes I'm not physically moving forward. So you may ask, well, Ms. Angie, what if I were um, a shut-in? I were ill. I were um, handicapped in some way, and I can't physically move forward. Ladies, that doesn't have to stop us. We can move forward in our spirit. We can move forward with our walk with the Lord. We can see much accomplished even if we're physically hindered. The wife of Charles Spurgeon uh, had very, very poor health. And so she found herself um, early on in his ministry having to, with doctor's orders, stay at home. And so she decided she wasn't going to let it stop her. So she took all of his sermon notes and she 
compiled them so that they could be published into books. He has many, many volumes of his sermon notes. Often some of them are word for word. And she painstakingly, back in those days, hand wrote them out or typed them out and tried to get them put together. Uh, she was hardly ever able to be in a service with him. But yet she was there in prayer and she was there and encouraging him to get all these notes out into the hands of maybe country preachers or missionaries who didn't have resources. And to this day, there are many, many pastors, missionaries, and lay people that have the works of Charles Spurgeon, all because of a handicapped wife who decided she wasn't going to let that stop her. Proverbs 31:20, ladies, it says, She stretches out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. You know, in this time, it could be easy to think, well, I'm the one in need. I'm the one who has to stay in. Um, I don't have the means to get out or the funds are very low. I'm laid off from work. But the Lord says we are still supposed to look for others. We're supposed to pray for them. We're supposed to try to lift them up. What are practical ways that I and you can reach forth? The first one is in my prayer life. In order to have an actual prayer life, I have to live it. So we have to be friendly to be able to know people's prayer requests. We have to be in the Word. Sometimes I'll be reading the Word and the Lord will put someone's heart on my mind. Um, the Lord will bring something to my attention that may be related to a principle or a story and it reminds me of someone who could use some prayer. Maybe in the middle of the night you wake up, ladies, and you can't sleep. Maybe you have a specific person on your mind. Maybe it was a dream or not. I encourage you, stop and pray for them. Uh, there's a reason. I've, I've been able to tell people over the years, I couldn't get you off of my mind last week, and I was praying for you in the middle of the night. And then they tell me the other side of the story of something they were going through at that exact time. Um, God works in wonderful and powerful ways when we allow him to. Prayer is an action and an active way of living. It's a way to reach forth. Hudson Taylor, he took a ship to China and in he, the ship was in a terrible storm. They were in danger of hitting the reefs on an island where cannibals lived. Christians went below to pray for wind. All of a sudden the um, storm had, had ceased and it was still and the ship just continued to drift toward this island. And so all the Christians had gone below to pray for wind, and they prayed, and they prayed, and um, they he went up and asked the captain to put down the sails. And the captain thought they were crazy. Hey, there's no wind. Um, we're headed for doom. But he put down the sails, and almost immediately, winds came that specifically led them away from that island. Um, Hudson Taylor had the faith to reach forth. So did these Christians. They could have been on that ship and thought, oh, all is, all is doomed. Uh, but they knew that there was a God that could perform miracles and could change things. Ladies, no matter what your situation is, um, God will bless. And uh, there's so many prayer promises in the word of God that if you reach forth in faith, he will fulfill it. Secondly, you can reach forth in your Bible reading. This is a great time as well. Uh, maybe you're behind on it. Maybe you're ahead, but you could do a word search. Um, you could do a search on a specific person in the Bible. It's a great time. 
Uh, it's funny, I almost feel like I have less time than I did before, even though I'm home. Uh, the kids and different things come up that we're really busy. However, it's a great time to make sure you're on track. Make sure, uh, especially, you know, today, for many, many tens of thousands of people, not all, um, the stimulus went into the bank account, maybe yours, and it's a great time to make sure you're on time. God wants us to uh, pay our bills, to be out of debt, and the Lord just may have sent this your way to prevent you from failure in your finances, but also maybe for others to make sure we're on time, make sure that we're doing things right. And all that to say, um, it's a great time to stay in your Bible. If we're paying all of our bills from the stimulus money and doing these other things, we could be trusting in myself and in the government more than I am the Word of God. So I encourage you, stay in the Word of God. Do a specific Bible study or word search um, or Bible reading plan that would encourage you. Thirdly, in my worship of God is a way that I can reach forth. Listen to this, Psalm 95, 6. It says, Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Ladies, this is a great time for you to get closer to God than ever in your worship. Worship him in your spirit. Worship him in your song. Worship him in the word of God. Uh, there might be a song, like that, that very verse I know as a song. When you run across those, I love it. Stop and sing it. We live in an age of technology. Look it up online. Maybe you can find uh, the tune to it that you had forgotten. And then Ephesians 5.19 says, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. God wants to hear you sing. Maybe you're thinking already of that song. Um, when the storms of life are raging, um, he wants to hear us sing in the good times and the bad. Uh, it will lift your spirit. Um, unbelievable to sing when you don't feel well. There was a, a woman's author uh, that once said, when I feel a day of discouragement and the dark clouds surround me, I stop and I sing songs about the Lord and I don't stop singing until that cloud goes away. And she said, um, the clouds don't always disappear. I can still see them in the distance. But God always lifts the clouds when I sing about him. Ladies, when we get our eyes off of ourselves, we can reach forth to the Lord and to others. Number four, in my love to my family. Ladies, um, maybe you're living in a time right now where you can look back and think, wow, I don't feel as close to my family as I used to. I haven't said I love you or given a hug to my children, um, the, the ones that are in the house. Let's get back to that. Love your family. Um, if you're away from them, call them, uh, write to them, communicate with them. Ephesians 5, 21 and 2, 21 and 22. Submitting yourselves one another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. God wants us to be close. God wants us to have an excellent relationship with our spouse. Titus 2, 3 and 5 uh, just part of it says to love their husbands, to love their children. I think this is a great time where we can increase that love that we can do for others, that we can think of ways to be thoughtful. Then number five, in my service to God and to others. Again, you may say, Miss Angie, 
can't do anything. I'm stuck at home or um, we're not allowed to fellowship together. Well, here are some ways you can do it um, by witnessing to others. Uh, this is a great time. There's a lot of fear in the world, but it is a fear of the what ifs and it is a fear of man. We're supposed to fear the Lord, not man. And so this is a great time more than ever to witness to others. At the grocery store, you could talk to the teller. You know, here you're talking to the bankers and the tellers in the medical field, the essential workers that they have fear every day of all the people they're coming in contact with. You might be the one bright ray of sunshine that they get that causes them to consider the Lord. Next is doing for others. Um, maybe you could write some cards. Maybe you could help someone um, elderly that isn't able to get their own groceries. Uh, there are many things that we can do. There's, uh, there's been things that have surprised me. Things have people have put together and different conferences online with Zoom. Just talking and encouraging someone is doing something for them. Some references for this, I have several, but James 4, 14 to 16, then 1 Peter 4, 10. You know, we can also spend our time wisely. Um, I'm not encouraging you to read through the whole Bible in a day. That'd be very difficult and you would neglect your family doing so. But we can spend our time wisely and reach forth to those things which are ahead of us that the Lord would like to see honored. Uh, three more references if you're writing it down are Ephesians 5.16. Ephesians 5.16. Then uh, Colossians 4, verse 5. And lastly on that, uh, my service to God and others is John 9.4. Look up these scriptures. I did those ones on purpose so that you look them up. Maybe write them out. Um, listen to this. You probably have heard this story. January 13th of 2012, the Costa Concordia, which is a cruise ship. So you think right now the cruise ship industry has really been just decimated um, with the no cruise orders, uh, no sailing orders, as well as all the people that have been sick and even died from the virus. Um, but you think of these large, massive cruise ships. Well, this cruise ship had over 4,200 passengers and crew. It struck a reef off of the coast of Italy in the Mediterranean Sea. And it was later found through investigation that the captain of the whole ship, in charge of all these lives, um, had been partying with a couple crew, uh, excuse me, passengers took them up to the bridge to show them just the different things. And um, he said, look, watch, I want to show you how close we can get to the coast. It was nighttime. And you can see the, the lights of this small town that we're going to cruise by. Well, in doing so, um, he cost lives of many. The captain, Francesco Chettino, left the ship before all of the people were off. The Coast Guard ordered him to return the ship. Uh, three times, and he absolutely refused, and 32 people died. Um, he did have some fines, and uh, but he never was sentenced to prison, anything like that, for a long length. He served a little bit of time, but all because he was not spending his time wisely. He did not think of all the lives in jeopardy. Um, it's so sad, ladies, when we just think, Oh, it's just for now. It doesn't matter. No one will know. It's not a big deal. Uh, but we look back and a day or a moment can turn into weeks and months 
seasons and even years of our lives where we look back and think, I reached for the wrong things. Um, Are you burdened for the lost? Or are you just thinking about what you need? Are you burdened for the needy? Are you burdened for the hurting? You know, um, many times um, we think of others. We can get upset maybe by a waitress or a waiter and think, well, I'm not going to give them a tip. But we have no idea what burden is on their heart. Um, The loved one they just lost, the relationship that's broken, the hopelessness that they have. And I've heard a wise pastor many years ago say when he has bad service, he tips more because he realizes they're having a tough time. And he said he's had people get saved because of that. Uh, Matthew 9.36 says, But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Ladies, I see that's what the world is today, specifically in the midst of this uh, world pandemic. People are scattered. Uh, People have been separated from each other in different cities, towns, and countries. I know a couple different people that are oceans apart because their country's locked down. Um, Ladies, this is an excellent time to reach for the right things. Do you have the compassion that Jesus showed in this verse? You know, he really walked on their world. He lived and walked in the steps. He faced things that we do. But do you have the compassion that he showed? What are you reaching for today? What is your goal? What are you reaching for this week? Before I see you again in a week, will there be anything different because you reached for something specific to honor the Lord? Today is the best day to reach forward for Christ. I want to thank you for watching. And if you would like the notes from the last lesson or this, um, you can text me your email. My number is 760-978-5959. Thank you, ladies. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for joining me today for our Refresher Ladies Podcast. I hope that you have been blessed and will go about your day with rejoicing. For more information or any questions, you can find our ministry online at cornerstonefallbrook.org.